This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. told me the only thing ever wasted in this life is time. Not one person can defy time, and it'll pass regardless of how we choose to use it. For me personally, it's when I'm out in the middle of these places that I feel like time slows down. I'm able to find clarity in my thoughts, and I'm reassured of my purpose. reflect on the what, how, and why of where I am today, but more than anything I find myself reflecting on who. I believe a large part of success stems from the people we encounter daily, that it's their contagious energy and passion that inspires us to be more, but rarely are we given the opportunity to highlight those key individuals in a manner that does them justice. Hold on, drop on the A lot of our quartering away, okay? Okay. So just picture that arrow where it's going to come out, okay? All right. Hold it. Hold it. All right. Good shot. Thanks. After a few days of trying to fill my Alberta mule deer tag, with several stocks that didn't pan out. The opportunity came up for Braxton to chase a few bucks outside of my legal area. I didn't think twice about putting my hunt on hold. Watching him in his element reminded me how lucky I am to have the mentor that I do. He hunts with a confidence that most people don't possess, and absolutely nothing drives him more than chasing wild game. It's funny though, he puts more time into coaching me to see me succeed than he does himself, yet still fills tags on any trip we go on. He is the epitome of a selfless, supportive husband, cheering me on even through my failures, and was long overdue for a moment like this. Fast forward a couple days when I got a phone call that would immediately fill my eyes with tears. My pops had arrowed a giant bull moose. How cool is this? My two, my two guys. Okay, I'll let you know what's going on, Mike. Ordering away. And I was so afraid. I was so afraid that if I let him, because he was walking. I was afraid if I let him, I'd end up getting him in the front shoulder. I've hunted elk with him for years, and I've seen him go home empty-handed year after year. Not this time, though. I knew that missing this moment with him would eat me alive, and it was more important to share that memory than fill my own tag. After all, we're never promised tomorrow. When he found his bull, I quickly realized who instilled a level of respect and admiration for the game that we pursued. His face was glowing, and his eyes red from sheer gratitude. Helping him pack out that moose in knee-deep snow was a highlight in all the years I've been hunting. Although I admit, I cussed a few times during the process. He's too wide, Dad. 
Well, I tried to get the littlest one I could find. <laughs> you can't make up what we just did. I'm so happy for him. He deserves this. With less than two hours of sleep that evening, we caught a plane back to Texas. I must say, seeing my two favorite men tag out was a wonderful gift. But it's the ongoing lifestyle that I'm most grateful for. The hunting heritage that has taught me the art of patience, persistence, diligence, respect, gratitude, forgiveness, confidence, dedication, and so much more. When I'm home, I'm reminded that there's beauty and simplicity. From living in a travel trailer, to working cattle, to heading to the stand once again. I can travel all over this world feeding my adventurous soul, but inevitably, I end up back here where I'm grounded once again, next to the two men that have shaped me beyond measure. Welcome to the show. It's another great evening at the BHP Podcast. Tim, how's it going? That's going good, man. Thank you. Oh, excellent. It's Brian. We got Brian in the house tonight. Oh, he's got no mic? What? Oh, good. You no can't mic. hear me, yeah, probably, yeah. right? Yeah. That's not good, actually, <laughs> that you can't hear now that I think about it. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, Bob, Mr. Uncle Bob's in the house. And, Hi, Dave. Uh, Chris, how how's you doing? It going? How's it going? You, again, you got to talk close to that mic. I yeah. can grab that, that mic thing. and put it on your and <laughs> it put it right in front be. of your face. I am doing great. There you go. go. Thank you. There you go. We spent all these money on mics, and he's not even using it correctly. It's, you got to talk like right sitting, into it. Ridiculous. I like sitting back. You, well, then bring it to you. That's the point. That's there the, that you is. go. We have a whole studio of Welcome. equipment, and you don't use any of it. Welcome That's to Logic. Welcome to Logic. Finally figured it out after two years. Anyway, so Tim. Yes. What's going on tonight? Uh, nothing. <laughs> you're supposed to introduce our guests. What is oh, wrong? I thought you were going to introduce her. I got it. Guys, I got it. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Follow her arrow. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, Jessica's on with us. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me back on. Yes, it's been great. Uh, it was great talking the first time, and we wanted, we wanted to get you back on sooner uh, but we got busy, and then we got so busy the last couple of years. It's and you guys, you've been busy too, I'm sure. So okay. things got yeah. crazy. So anyhow, I guess you know, for those who haven't heard the original one, tell us about the show real quick and kind of uh, you know where you what you've been up to. Well, so I'm digitally based. I'm not on, I'm I'm not on TV. I I mainly just have YouTube videos. But my my niche, I would say, is um, blogging. Or as of this year, I started vlogging more because I wanted to um, more you know realistic quick turnaround time of life and behind the scenes not just the edited stuff I think that it's easy to get caught up in like you know the full production stuff which is great but um so yeah so there's just like a bunch of random YouTube videos but I like to write a lot I write for um several partners that I work with and I just you know I like to write about life and you know inspirations and I I I like being transparent about what's what happens in the field and you know sharing my dreams with everybody and and give somebody you know something to look forward to so as far as where did he what did he ask me what's new this year is that yeah what yeah, yeah. Where, <laughs> where has this like, year gone and where is it going <laughs> yeah i don't even remember the last time you guys talked to you i know i've lived in like three houses since then so wow. a lot has happened what, so uh, what, okay so why um so my so my husband is has been in construction forever like i don't know 10 years or something he's always wanted to be in the outdoor industry we collectively took a leap of faith we moved about an hour and a half away on this beautiful dream place there's 21,000 acres he's wow. a ranch manager. did you say 21,000 21,000 free range awesome. on lake Buchanan. it was y'all it was seriously a dream and, wow. and you know we took a leap of faith we left a very comfortable, safe job that he did well at. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I can't, I don't really know the background to it. I don't, don't have the full story, but 
within six months of moving out there, they laid off like 12 people and he was the last hire. Yeah. And so we pretty like, imagine having like your dream thing in your hands and you're you just, you wake up every day. Like, is this real? And then it was mm-hmm. just stripped from us. Not to make this a sob story. Cause we're in a great place now, but it was really, really awful. And, um, wow. I don't wish it upon anybody. And so, you know, then we moved to South Texas for literally like, Actually, I never officially moved there. I was in New Zealand tar hunting. We had gone to Australia together. He he peels off to go home. I peel off to go to New Zealand. I get a message because he moved us to South Texas for another ranch managing position. And then I get a text message. It's like, yeah, this doesn't feel right. And I'm like, what do you mean? Is it like, I don't even know what home looks like right now. Well, but sometimes you feel like you can just, it's not, it's just not home. It, yeah. Right? I mean, y'all, and just, just to paint a picture, I did go down there and visit, but at the time it was, there was nothing there. They didn't even have a trailer for us or anything. And so they get us this new place. Um, The deal was that we were going to live in a trailer for like, I think he said six months to a year, they're going to build us a house. And, but it was literally like on the border, like it's sketchy. Um, There's nothing out there. There was no wall. (laughs) Do what? There, no. no wall. There no. <laughs> Thanks. I was like, took me a minute. Um, but uh, no, we we literally, um, I went down there and visited before we off to Australia. And, you know, and that was still a blessing because I didn't want him to go to Australia and not be able to enjoy it. You know, like, yeah, you're the man of the house and you don't have a job they'll fall back on or you're going to be across the world for two weeks. And we're on opposite time frames. Like he couldn't do any, you know, so I think it was a rush decision great people, you know, I, it hurt me to turn around and do that to somebody, but, um, he's not really someone that's like, this doesn't feel right. Like that's more, more of a woman's intuition. And, and I was really proud of him for having that time there to really, to make that decision because I know it wasn't easy. Um, but I will say that was also another paradise for hunting fanatics. Mm-hmm. It was like at the heart of South Texas and the golden triangle. You guys have ever yeah. heard of that? No, yeah, yeah. Like literally, uh, it was incredible, incredible country. And so I, actually you guys got an opportunity to actually hunt there. No, oh. uh, that was, we would, have. we didn't. So this happened, like we went to Australia in May. And so it was end of April when we accepted it. And we were going to have to push through like the hottest time of the summer, um, and get the place ready and then hunt it in the fall. And I was like, man, I don't know. We might not right. have left if it was going into the fall season. Cause <laughs> The hunting is too good. So then fast forward, we ended up moving um, onto our, my dad's like family property. And, you know, we considered it years ago. We didn't do it because the property didn't have um, water and, and electric hookups. And it's just a time thing. You know, sometimes, sometimes things happen in the way, that, well, they always happen the way they're supposed to. But right. um, fast forward a few years, my dad had purchased like another 160 acres that did have a setup for that. And you know, Braxton had to hurry up and figure out what he's going to do. He went back into construction and it was actually like a, I don't know. I mean, it's not where he wants to be forever, but it was, it was nice to have that break because that also gave the other companies in construction time to realize what it was like without him. Cool. And for someone to not be passionate about that, he's damn good at what he does. So, you know, like they could, they needed them and he sounds it, it way was, more manly than I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's easy. That's what you're talking about. So my he, son's more manly. Than <laughs> 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 he's, ten, he's ten tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah, so, so he's back in construction, and we're living on family property in a travel trailer, and it's just like really a, a cool life. I don't know. We we're we are very happy. I mean, he wants to get out of the construction, of course, but. This is just where we are. Like, that's just what we have no, to do, right? That's good. I, I yeah. actually, I want to get out of construction, too. I've been trying to redo this bedroom for two years now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I have, I like to see I have this. maybe half the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> I like and to see it this. looks horrible. It's <laughs> the worst, worst case scenario. It is. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm just going to have to hire somebody. <laughs> it's wow. really bad. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Chris, I'll do anything for 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. So, that's a pretty long journey. That's a lot of moves. Over a short period of time, right? yeah. So, where are um, dogs talking? To <laughs> okay, what kind of dog can we see? Uh, yeah, sure. June, come say hi. Oh, cool, man. Over here. Does, hi. does he or she hunt? 
yeah. Yeah. Nice. She loves hunting um, rodents. So <laughs> there, you go. there you go. She comes. She will literally. She's half pit, so she's cracked multiple armadillo skulls or wow. armadillo nice. shells in half, and she's she's a cold dog. Trying she to brought train... me three baby pigs the other day, like this big. No. <laughs> trying to yeah. train My her to shed hunt. That's that. awesome. Shed yeah. hunting with her. Yeah, there you go. Shed I've, hunting. She's worthless with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> telling, telling you right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you were asking me. I'm sorry I cut you no, off. No, so I was just asking, so, okay, it's been a long journey up until this point. Where where does the, where where do we go from here? Like, what's to come? Um, Gosh, I... I can't. I want to tell y'all something, but I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, oh. I can't. hold on. When 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 is this something happening? Because yeah, give us like a little we, time. Like we could time so. this. We could time the airing of this perfectly. You know what that music means? I sure do, Tim. I think it means it's sponsor time. It is sponsor time, and we want to give a special thanks to those that support the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Special thanks to Skullhooker and Stealth Camp. I also want to give a shout out to the new podcast, the Fred Bear Field Notes. Uh, this is a great podcast, guys, that if you haven't listened to it yet, this is your chance to learn about Fred Bear, his amazing adventures, and how a man who picked up his first bow at 29 built a legacy from that point on. It's actually pretty incredible. It is actually really incredible. They just ended season one, and you can binge on all eight episodes. You can go to iTunes, wherever you find your podcast, or go to beararchery.com slash field notes. This perfectly. We can sign an NDA. (laughs) So I don't, I don't really, the the timing, you know, I feel like you always think that, you know, what the timing is and it's never that it's probably at at least around a a year. Okay. So I'll tell you, I'll kind of give you all the, the, can we guess line drop (laughs) of what I did? I recorded a live podcast at, at, in um, Pennsylvania at great American with another podcast. And I'll, I can tell you what I told them. And it's that I've never had a dream of, uh, being on TV. I don't care about TV. I, I, I support everybody that it is, but it's not like I want to be a TV star and be like the next big TV hunter. Like that's just not me. Um, I love being digitally based, but I always said that if there, there came an opportunity and it fell into my lap, I might entertain it. And that was to take all the pressure off me because I'm very happy with my partnerships and I don't want to ask them for more. So We'll see where it goes. Oh, <laughs> that leaves the door so <laughs> wide open. I am not. I am first. I am not happy right now. That is not enough. Not um, enough. So I will say I, this: um, if if we're you know if we're uh, you know we've we've had the the bl- we've been blessed on this show to to speak yeah. with a lot of great people in the industry, of the outdoors. We spoke with Greg Ritz, uh, and he's been on outdoor television for years, years. on years on years on years, and uh, it, you know it's striving to get to his point, right. The, the that high level is right. so hard to do. It, and, and it's not only it's that, a lot of work. It, it is. And then I think that the, from the, some of the other people that we talked to as well, it, you hear a consistent story of, first of all, it was really about my passion first. Mm-hmm. Number yep. one, I want number it, two, yeah. I fell in the right place at the right time. I'm lucky to be here. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see so much humility in this industry is because I, it's not it's not like a movie star mentality, right? Yeah, well, for it's sure. not People like live for what they do. They you know? they do they have a they passion it. for it, and that passion wants to breed other hunters, right? Yeah. Other bring, other outdoorsmen, and I I absolutely love that about this industry. Yeah, well, I mean, it's real deal stuff too. I mean, you heard Greg talk about some of the things he had to do. Yeah. While in the field, sleeping on a muscat, Six, you know, negative sixty <laughs> negative degrees. Negative sixty degrees. You know, I don't know if I believe that, but negative ah, sixty—that's crazy. First off, how dare you say you don't believe something? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. How Number could you two. Could you, we was, had negative twenty here, and I, like I'm literally in like ten layers. Let's go to Mars, and we'll feel what it feels <laughs> that's like. Crazy. Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> no, but whatever it is, we do wish you the best of luck with it. it sounds like sounds like it'd be fun and, and interesting, and I agree with you. When you can announce it, you're coming back on. Yes, here. yes, we'd like sure. to have okay. you back on to tell us but i agree with you in the concept of when you you know when you talk about tv and you talk about online stuff there's a huge difference and like you said you don't want to ask more from your sponsors now it is a huge difference the difference between more and less but there are ways around that and and you know outdoor channel can own a show there's different ways to do things in this industry that cannot 
necessarily mean that you you know you're out million uh, thousands and thousands of dollars because right. we all know airtime is not cheap six no, figures it it's crazy and that's kind of how yeah. it how it rolls but um yeah. anyway so let's talk about partners since that came up so who are you working with nowadays uh i pretty much same people i have for the past several years um I don't like to jump brands and I'm very happy with mine, but I work with, I work with Under Armour. I've been with them mm-hmm. for officially for two years, but I've been nice. wearing their stuff for a lot longer. Um, I work with Hoyt and don't you guys work with HHA? We work with all of them actually. Cause oh, BHP okay. is a, um, we're, we're kind of a generic uh, brand and we don't actually have a sponsor. So we work with Hoyt. We work with Under Armour a little bit. We do work with Vanguard. I see your, I have your thing up right now and a lot of these same oh, cool. brands. Um, and HHA for sure. Yeah. We do stuff with Chris and those guys and you know, it great products. I mean, every one of these brands you have up here are, are actually pretty amazing. Uh, Garmin, Hart, Hardy, Havilon, uh, Diamondback. There's what's the Diamondback. Is that bikes? Y'all. Oh my gosh. It's the most <laughs> incredible thing. It, I don't like to show favoritism, but let me just, I think that's the truck. They're cover, about to it? just completely oh. blow up. In the outdoor industry, yeah. So that's yeah, the bed covers. Truck bed covers. Oh, and, okay. And they hold the one that I'm running is the HD, which holds sixteen hundred pounds on top. Yeah, so, so you can pack stuff on top of it. Oh, then, like ATVs. sick! No yeah, way. you can put your ATV so you up there. I, I'm hoping maybe before I head out for my elk hunt this year, I'll have a CV. Was it CVT tent or is it CV tents? Whatever it is. That cool. I'm I'm, ho- I'm hoping I should just say a tent because I had there's no affiliation there but i want to put a tent on the back of that cover yeah and um have it like a little scouting setup Mm -hmm. for me to camp out but um i've hauled hay on the back of that we actually put a round bale on that (laughs) so we did a 30 second commercial for them and and it's pretty incredible the amount of weight that you can haul on that thing that's cool so what what uh what a hoit bow are you using um, I'm waiting on my RX3. I actually sent an email this morning, like, can I get <laughs> my, Where are you guys I at? Want to start start <laughs> well, I'm left-handed, which I guess it was on oh, that. Oh, see, that's your problem. Oh, yeah, that's right a big there. problem. Yep. That's slow it Yeah, down, and my yeah. husband's right-handed, so he got his yeah. weeks yep. ago. His is already set up, and I'm like, I'm really tired of hearing about how this <laughs> is. How <laughs> awesome it is. <laughs> so, they yeah, sent us the Helix. We have the Helix that came in. We did for test time. It was amazing, man. Wow. I've heard really good things about that one, too. Great, great. Um, I had just already ordered the RX-3. And, yeah, it's sweet. And, I mean, yeah. But I'm more, I, so I have the RX-1 right what now. What color did you get? The Ridge Reaper, I assume? Um, Actually, so I did my RX-1 blacked out, and I'm still not over that yet. So I did the same. I did a blacked out one for the RX-3, but I did the Cam Haynes. Nice. Um, oh, cool. One. So, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Cam, is that weird? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're my friend. Is that weird? I don't know. But I I'm excited. It. I've never ordered one of his bows before, and no. I like to support good people. Let's so. talk about a little bit behind the scenes what people kind of don't know. So, like, when you uh, are working with companies like Hoyt and all that, do you get to do any special events with them or go to, like, any special shoots or anything like that? Mm, I haven't done any with Hoyt. Um, I've had... Like HHA, uh, they sent me to TAC last year in Bozeman, oh, which cool. that was my first Very time cool. there. I'll be going to South Dakota with them this year. Um, Easton is another one that I work with, and it's not set in stone yet, but we're talking about maybe um, flying me up for the NASP Western Nash- or Finals or whatever nice. in, cool. up yeah. in Salt Lake. Awesome. Very um, cool. That's such a cool program, and I actually got certified doing that, like, gosh, I think it's been two years ago. And, and so I just, I think it's so cool to see those kids just, yeah, they just for sure. they eat it up. Um, I don't, other than that, like, of course they all participate when I want to do like a film or something. They're all pretty supportive of big projects like that. So like my Badlands films mm-hmm. were all, they all, they all, most of them participated in those. And yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah, that's cool. Trying to think of some, I've got, like, I've got trips coming this year. Oh, um, I'll be going to hunt Kentucky whitetails this year with Acubo. I've never hunted nice. Kentucky. Nice. And so I'm excited about that. That's a new opportunity. Well, uh, when you, when it comes to, um, boots, do you un- end up wearing Under Armour boots or do you have a different boot you wear for what you, for hunting? Um, I've run a ton of different boots. So like when I went to New Zealand, 
I was running. I was running the Kinetrek boots. Oh yeah, I heard a lot about nice. those. Yeah. yeah, good. Yeah, Under Armour didn't make a at the time. I, I they don't still, as far as I know, they don't make one that's for that rugged of country. Yeah, um, it's not stiff enough, and so I wear other boots when Under Armour doesn't offer it. So like snake boots. Um, I actually I'm getting a new pair of. I don't know if it's Dana or Lacrosse because they're sister companies, but yep, yep. Um, I'll be getting some snake boots from them. And then like they sent me some rubber boots. So it just depends on what I'll always wear Under Armour first because they have so many different kinds. Um, but if they don't make the specific t- type that I need, mm-hmm. like I'm not going without snake boots in Texas. So, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, no way. I wear whatever, whatever I need to get, I'll get. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the, you know, some of the, situations you might have been in while hunting so like uh i guess it could be either i don't know we kind of talked about this earlier bob but like uh a situation where the weather got bad or something is there any stories you have like that or maybe even an animal where a, a grizzly dangerous situation or... there's got to be something yeah. you have that happened in the field while you're kind of freaked you out a little something bit something that sticks out in your mind yeah i got a story for you um here we go we got the popcorn i uh it's probably never y'all probably never had anybody that has this story either unless you talk to the girl that was with me y'all ever had rihanna carry on not yet but we will now (laughs) okay so she's probably one like she's one of my best friends but probably one of the one of the best hunters i've ever met in my life and that's including men she's just she (gasps) gets it she's just good Um, that's awesome i'm sure that's true she was a part of my month-long adventure across the world australia and new zealand and when we went to New Zealand, I'm sure y'all know, June, hush, they don't need that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure y'all know how crazy the weather can just switch on you in a heartbeat. I mean, oh, yeah, I've been there many times. Yeah. Just it's, kidding. It's, well, <laughs> I was going to say, even if you haven't been there, if you've talked to anybody about it, that's like one of the first things that they say is like you can experience all four seasons in a day. Make well, that, sure that's because I mean, it's the elevation changes, right? There's a lot of big elevation changes, isn't there? Um, no? And just like, Climate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you're in tar country. So I was, it, was on, it wasn't It was on the chamois part of the hunt. It was the tar side of the hunt. Gotcha. Um, insane, insane elevation changes. We were, we were climbing like over 3,000 a day in scree. It was crazy. Um and miserable and amazing all at the same time. But um, I had shot my tar one evening. It was So it was what I thought was going to be the last evening of our hunt. I shot my tar, and it was towards last light. And so um, and my guide had just twisted his ankle at the top of the mountain. And oh, jeez. So, so we were at we were at the – we were like – you're at the peak, and you drop down like maybe, I don't know, 100 yards or something. Like it wasn't anything – significant but to get back to our cabin you had to go back to the top and drop over three thousand feet down okay so it's last light he's twisted his ankle we don't we aren't really sure that we see him go down like i mean it was a 372 yard shot i think um because i couldn't get close enough my bow and i was like just give me the gun now (laughs) um, we're getting this done (laughs) yeah well and it was it was like i said he said it was gonna be our last opportunity and so I thought I saw, I thought I hit perfect. They thought they saw him go down, but because of the elevation change on the face of the mountain, he fell, he mm-hmm. fell in this, in this place where we just couldn't tell. And oh, he's wow. like, okay, we'll come back tomorrow. And actually when he said, when the helicopter comes tomorrow to get us, we'll fly up there and grab it for the, cause the weather was supposed to get bad. Wow. So that's what happened. He's like, we'll just stop and grab it and get out of here. Well, then we get to the that bottom. That sounds like, really easy, by the way. Oh, we'll just stop, grab it, and we'll go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so, I mean, I really wanted to go get it, but he just said it, I mean, it wasn't safe. The winds were picking up. The weather was crazy. Um, so, anyway, we, we dropped back down. We get down there, and he's like, crap, I think we have another, and actually have another day. Like, I don't remember, I don't remember where the miscommunication was, but. So we text the, uh, oh, no, so then he says, okay, so when you get up in the morning, we'll go, we'll go find them. We'll just get up in the morning, climb again, go find them. We'll recover them ourselves because we actually have another day of hunting. We're climbing up the face of this mountain the next morning, and it's like 9 o'clock. And the weather's, like I said, the weather is supposed to get super bad. And that's when we realized they're going to come sooner than what we originally planned. And so Rihanna texts the pilots on the Garmin and said, when are y'all coming? They said, we were supposed to come tomorrow, but we're not now. Can you guys be ready at two o'clock? And I'm like, 
It's 9 a.m. We have at least at least three hours, like or at least right. two hours. Then we got to handle them, go back down, pack up camp. Like this is not going to work. So what we did is we split up. We had one guide come with us. The other one dropped down. He picked. He packed up all of camp because the the, the pilot was saying. Y'all need to go back. Y'all need to go get camp ready. Be ready. We, we wow. got to pick you up or you're going to be snowed in for a week. And I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not nerve wracking. We were out of food too. I was like, I'm not leaving that tar up there. Like that's no, I'm not doing it. And around, and I looked at her and I was like, you ready to go? She's like, yeah. And so we just take off and granted it was, it took us a couple hours, but, um, we get, we get over there at this point, we still don't even know that the tar is down. So yeah, how do you? So you're so far away. How it we're takes so you, far away. You're you're tracking, not tracking, but you're getting there for for hours. It takes you that long. How do you even pick up where to track it? Do you like GPS uh, it or? Yeah, you, yeah. We dropped a pin where okay. I shot. Okay. All yeah. Right. So and then we, that's and so we tried to go a, what we thought was going to be a faster route, aka steeper and scree. It was awful. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and um, anyway, we get to the top. We drop down. She sees. She spots the tar first. We have this like literally emotional breakdown because we're physically exhausted. We made that hike, that climb of you know I think it was thirty two hundred feet, not knowing if there was even a tar sitting there. The pilot was telling us to turn around the whole time, and we're like. No, we're still going. <laughs> so you can wait for we us. We get to <laughs> it. And what's wild, this is this is the wild part. So we're climbing up and our guide, uh, I mean, I don't really I, I don't I don't I don't want to sound like I'm putting putting them down because they were great, but we were we were in better shape than them. That's just what it comes down to. So <laughs> I understand. Um yeah, I'm recording. My dad just walked in, so say, <laughs> well, in. come come tell him to say hi. <laughs> dad, come say hi real fast. This is this is my dad that I, if you watched my last film called Grounded, he got a big moose and he's going to want to tell nice. you all about it. You know? Nice. <laughs> Come in We're... closer. See, it's your face down. Hey. 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 How are you? How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> you got a whole studio here. Welcome to the podcast. What are we doing? <laughs> We're we are talking. Hunting. Podcasting. What's Just that? chilling. <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> Nothing crazy. My dog's talking to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> So okay, so hold on. Does Dad go with you on a lot of hunts? Um, usually one a year. Okay. Oh, here we awesome. go. You're gonna sit down to tell him the story. All right. No. <laughs> he 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 is who introduced. I me don't to have that. to hold her hand as much as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, Dad. Is that I always ask this question when we, when we have like when we have um um <laughs> dads and either daughters or sons. Most embarrassing uh-huh. story. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh boy, Dad. Most embarrassing. You t- you turned so, red. You turned red. I can see. <laughs> me or him? You. <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna say. <laughs> I I don't know though. Most embarrassing story. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Well, I thought it was kind of cute when I, we sent her to the store to get fish fillets, and she went up. Oh, my God. I was like 10. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a written list for her, and she went in there, and she says, I'm looking for, and she looked at her list, fish fillets. Fish fillets. <laughs> <laughs> you mean fillets? And she says, no, fillets. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that was humorous at the time. Oh, that is oh, good. She, that is good. I, I've seen the videos. So there's the videos going around right now on YouTube about the uh, the moms or the dads that send their daughters or their sons into the auto parts blinker store fluid. for blinker <laughs> fluid. So they walk in. They walk into the auto parts store. They ask for blinker fluid, and all you see is you see them coming back out of the auto stores going. You guys are such <laughs> jerks. Like, there's no such thing as blinker fluid. Like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> love it. That's I love good. it. So, okay. So, what's the most memorable hunt that you had with your daughter? Uh, probably our our New Mexico hunt when she got her elk. How yeah. old? Wow, I thought you would have said your moose, Dad. No, no, no. I, I thought it was really cool. She had, uh, she she went to a, a, a blind that I had hunted the day before and missed one, and uh, using Braxton's buff. Anyway, 
and I, it was the last day of the hunt. And I told her, I said, you know, if you'll just stay here all day, you will get a bull. So her water hole. And you, that was it. It was all day. It was all day. She was there before daylight, and, and, and the bull didn't show up till like what ten minutes before dark. I don't even know if that's I mean, legal. If I say that. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was legal, but... It, it was, was legal. Well, that's it was, not, yeah, it's uh, legal. Yeah. It's before, you know, it, it was just right before dark. And and I just, you know, to to know that she stuck with it. And you were actually you were actually 15, up in a tree for most of that. I was 15 hours, and I sat for... Wow. I don't know. Yeah, she, she was a real trooper. But I just told her, I said, there's going to be times today that you're going to want to get out and come in. Don't don't do it. <laughs> that is. I didn't even eat day. her. I didn't eat or drink either because I was afraid I'd have to go to the bathroom, and that would be the time that they'd come in. Oh, so. Yeah. so it was me and uh, my my nephew and her, and, and we the the two guys came home empty, but she came home with a bird. That's cool. Nice. Did I hear you correctly saying tree stand? Yes. Oh. I was wow. in a tree. A no. See, actually, you had actually had to get down because you got your butt got so sore. No, I and said, you actually struck <laughs> that when you're on the ground. Yeah, I wouldn't. So she I was said, in the blind, the tree, up in the tree most of the time, right? Um, I'm probably half. It's hard to remember. Yeah. I wrote a blog about it. I probably could tell you if, based off of that, but but you know, uh, most tree stands. This is this was probably a little lower than than the quality of most, and you can imagine <laughs> sitting in a tree stand. Yeah. I, a couple of pieces pieces of I can't off, do that. Yeah. It's it's brutal, but anyway, yeah, that's a pretty memorable. Uh, my first moose in Canada was pretty cool. My second was was as cool or cooler. Uh, we've had a lot though. We've been blessed. We've been lots of experience. sounds like it. All right, well, let's go to the surefire questions here, Tim. Sure. Oh, let's go okay, for okay, it. okay. I got to go meet. My, my wife and that my newest daughter. So. It, was, it was nice Go talking ahead. to you. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. I love Thanks, it. Thanks, Okay, bye. There, that's my bull he's talking about. Oh, wow. Wow. That is a nice one. That Very is a nice. massive bull. I just hung him yesterday. Wow. Did you have right. it scored? I was into it. Is it scored? Um, I really hate saying scores. I so, uh, 950? Okay. Next. <laughs> Listen, size matters. He was three twenty-two. Very yeah. good. That's nice. a nice bull. So very nice. Okay, bull. so you, you first of all, you you have to finish the story you were telling us real quick. Um, okay, so this is a cool part. So you know the the, the guide fell behind, and um, we get over. We we crested the top, dropped down, um, took care of the tar, and we ha- we were putting them in my pack when. No, excuse me. We were dressed. We were still caping them out in this, and we were, we had been texting the, the pilot saying, "Can you come get us? Can you come get us?" And they were saying, "No, the weather's too bad. We like you're just y'all got to figure it out because it's in a roundabout way, in a nice way." They just said, "We can't come get you. We can't fly. It's too it's too bad. It's too dangerous." And we said, "Well, what if you drop down? Like, okay, so obviously it's gonna be really bad up on top where it's gonna be windier. But what if we can you drop down in the?" on the same face that the tars and can you drop down in the base and pick us up there? We'll just drop real fast and get in. He said, no. And so Rhea and I were like, wow. Rihanna, she just said, we just got to have a plan B. What is it? And so we made this plan. There was a public cabin. Um, actually it ended up being private at the time. We thought it was public, but we were like, we're just going to go. <laughs> doesn't matter at that point. Right? Take shelter yeah. there. Yeah. Because it had already started to snow on us while we wow. were caping them out. And the weather was dropping quick and the clouds were insane. It was the most beautiful view, but scary. And um, then then she tells him, she said, okay, well, it's just me and Jess. So we'll figure it out. Well, I think I still say I don't like to play the woman card, but I swear that that's the only reason that they came because they thought that our guide was with us, but he wasn't. And I didn't know, we didn't know where he was. We kept trying to whistle and call because he didn't, it was the guide that wasn't with us the day before. So he had no idea where we shot the tar. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like he wasn't with us when I shot it. The other guy was, but he, he busted his ankle. So he's like, well, I'll drop down and pack up camp. You go. Cause you got a fresh ankle. And so me and Ray were like, we kept looking at the top, looking at the top. He wasn't coming. And next thing you know, they're, they're circling us in this helicopter and we're waving and we're, we're thinking, Oh, he just needs to find a place to, to land. And he takes off. He leaves and we just keep working. We keep working and then we start wrapping up the hide and he's circling us again. 
And I'm like, can they not see us? What's the deal? And come to find out while they were circling us, they couldn't see us. They could, they never, they, we were blended in so well into the mountain. They couldn't even pick up where we were, even though our GPS was dropping us. And like, they should be right there, but we cannot see them up against the screen. And so thank God when they circled back that next time, they happened to see our guide walking across at the top against the white snow that was, that hadn't melted off yet. And they stopped, grabbed him. He is the reason that we got picked up. Our guide is the one who spotted us that second time around. Wow. So that's crazy. Wow. He, he that said is he nuts. Picked, he said he picked us up um, because of the, the pink, the flesh of the hide up against the scree. That's the only thing he could see because we were blended in. So that was a pretty insane story because we pretty much got like rest. Oh, and the helicopter never landed to pick us up. They couldn't land by the time that we were supposed to get in. We had to get into a hovering helicopter. It was, it was insane. And when Rihanna stepped in and the helicopter slammed into the side of the mountain, I was like, I'm supposed to follow that. Like you're, you're way more manly than I am too, by the way. (laughs) No way. I'm good. There's no, I'm uh, I'm okay. I'll spend my three hours in the morning hunting and you know, go back for a good lunch. (laughs) My ground blind (laughs) with my coffee and a crossbow. There's a place for everybody and I've done all of it and I love all of it. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. That created a bond between the two of us that I don't think could ever be broken. I bet. I bet. All right. So it's time for the um, quick questions. It's going to get a little intense, so you know now. This This, is. I want to show you real quick what we see, so you kind of have an idea what's happening. They're easy questions. So this is this is what it looks like what the guys see when they're when you're on the show. So they, okay. everybody can see you. It's just that this camera thing is really tricky for us because yeah, you can only see like a little angle. A little so I try to I try to move it around as I as I, as we're talking, but it's a little bit tricky. <laughs> yeah, Yo, so you're good. I apologize. Yeah. It's all over the place. But Tim's gonna I'll put this here because Tim's gonna give you the surefire questions here, which are gonna be intense. <clears throat> we're gonna start off slow though. It's He's gonna, gonna be try easy. to take it easy. But, on you but we're gonna we're gonna get intense here in, in a minute. So <laughs> these are all quick fire. So yeah. you're supposed to answer quickly. Right. I this I, yeah I've done this before. Are you ready? All right, Coke or Pepsi. Coke. What's your favorite food? Chicken spaghetti. Name five uses for a stapler that's not stapling. What? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What can you do with the stapler without stapling? (laughs) Paperweight? I can only think of two. Paperweight and you can throw it. That's all I can think of. Oh, all right, let's. All right, all right. Here we go. Rate yourself on a scale of one to ten as to how weird you are. Um, I'm probably a, about a six or seven. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Mm. Is flying a superpower? Yes. Yeah. Flying yeah. Is yeah. A superpower. Yep. Yes. I want to uh, fly. Are your parents disappointed with your career aspirations? <laughs> I doubt it. Absolutely not. I would say one is they're totally different, but they both support me. Yeah. Um, Hold on. I got to find another one. He's got like a thousand questions. I do. And I always blank on these. Um, Because some are stupid. That's why you can't ask. I'm the one that's supposed to blank, not you. You Okay. Say, say this is, I hate this question, but I love the question at the same time. Say you're dead. Jeez. This is, this is rough right off the bat. What do you think your eulogy would say? Is that the tombstone question? Like, what it is. I changed it up last time. Uh, this, this podcast sucks. What are we? <laughs> <laughs> Can find a better question. God, they I loved me. That's that's hard. It is. We'll we'll give you a pass on that one. That's a stupid yeah. question. Tim, take that off. Does life question. fascinate you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if a taxi and a limo were the same price, which one would you take? A taxi. <laughs> I don't care about limos. <laughs> if you could be any animal, what would it be? Ooh, good one. Finally, a good one. Probably a wolf. Look out. If, well, you, if you could hunt with anybody, who would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. Man, I probably Cam. All right, probably. Cam. What song best describes you? 
Um, that's a good. That's a good question. That's a hard one. Oh man! Oh. First of all, you have to think of a song, not just the last so, one you heard. No, no, no. Um, so my friends in high school always said that "Beer Bait and Ammo" by Kevin Fowler was my theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So maybe I love it. Um, uh, that or um, what is it? Uh. Cody Johnson, uh, Good Night. What's it called? Wild you, and You know how many people are screaming at you right now? Like, this is what it's called. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know either. Uh, no, I'm going to tell y'all. I know it's a rapid fire question, but it's going to drive me crazy if I don't know it. So I'm Somebody Google this. Somebody Google it. No, it's, your phone it's, uh, uh, She's got it. She's doing it right now. She'll get it. Um... It is called <laughs> No Pressure. <laughs> this is this honestly, this is the most awkward podcast ever. Wild is waste. You. We do zero. Wild as you. Nice. Wild as you. That's it. another Wild one my friends you. say is a lot like me. We all know the big debate. Cam or Adam, who's got the whiter teeth? <laughs> what? She'll know. Adam's teeth are really white. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? She knows. <laughs> uh, when a hot dog, when, when you heat up a hot dog, it splits. In what direction does it split? Ooh. Long ways. Oh, I see. <laughs> she got you, called you on that one fast. Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> yep, yep, that was good. Um, all right, what is your best MacGyver moment? We'll end with that one. Who's MacGyver? In? You don't know MacGyver? You know MacGyver is? Like do you, hold on. First of all, do you know who MacGyver is? <laughs> I don't even. See, I oh gosh! My guy, oh, God, I feel so old. <laughs> How about Chuck so Norris? Bad. Chuck Norris. Yeah. Me. I know who Chuck Norris. Is. See, oh. what's your favorite what's your Chuck fav- Norris move? No, like Chuck Norris move. Well. It's the it's the Bowflex, like obviously. The Bowflex. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about Total like, gym. <laughs> if you if someone's messing with you, how would you want to take them out? Would you want to do karate? Would you want to do like <laughs> a wrestling move? Like what would be like MMA? If, yeah, exactly. MMA. There you MMA go. Damn. 100%. There you go. Tap them out. Tap them right. out. Yeah. My question's a little easier. So what's your what's your favorite TV show? I don't watch TV. <laughs> What? Wow, okay. Not, no Netflix. Oh nothing? yeah, sounds sounds easy, Dave. Game of Thrones. Um, Game of actually, Thrones. Um, so there's a there's a in, incredibly beautiful piece on Netflix um for, that these guys from AM um that they produced. It's called Unbranded. Ooh, you ever seen it? Gonna, I feel were, like I've seen that. Um y'all, it's incredible. I gotta check it out. I don't think I've seen it. I so, think I've heard of it, but these guys um they broke wild Mustangs and traveled from the Mexican border all the way up to the Canadian border. Wow. And, Holy cow. Old and it just, it just documents how inc- just beautiful this world is and how you can take an animal and connect with them in a way that is like unmatched. And so, and, and they went to A&M. So I'm like, heck yeah, they're Aggies. And I've yeah. actually met one of them, but I didn't know that they were doing that at the time that I met them. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. Huh. So yeah. what uh, on, the, on the flip side to going to music, what would you what would be on your playlist right now? I listen to pretty much all Texas country. It's either Texas country or like Post Malone and Drake. <laughs> <laughs> we had some Drake sounds moments here. Right. Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> I am a huge Texas country. I mean, I've got, I went at, in, in college. I worked at a Western wear store, and half the reason I worked there is because we had guest lists to every concert, and I was able to go for free, nice. and I went so- dancing. What do you call Texas country? Is that like just trucks and, and that kind of stuff? No, I mean, it's just like, you know, I don't know. It's a totally different sound. It sounds nothing like Nashville. Though The route that you were going is totally Nashville. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is like red dirt music, like actual stories, not the Is same. this like George yeah, Strait? Okay, George okay, Strait? Okay. Back roads type of, type of um, stuff. George Strait is Nashville. I don't. I mean, yeah, tech, George Strait is is for sure know. Texas. But yeah, the, the George Texas. Strait's the, like the original. Like, here we go, girl. We're gonna get around like that. No, you know, straight see, up old fashioned. No, that's country. not. She's not talking about. She's talking about the lyrics. Like oh. it's storytelling versus like oh, oh, oh. country. Right. Like so, that, this whole idea of like red dirt Texas country music started whenever, um, it was like. The Roger Crager, Randy Rogers, Wade Bowen, Stoney LaRue, Pat Green before he went to Nashville. I mean, do any of these sound familiar no. to you guys? Uh, you've lost me. I, <laughs> and listen, I, I like thinking, country. I do, I but like we're Madonna, from Michigan, so uh, it's like we're closer to Nashville, I think. 
So yeah, when I think of country, I think of Luke Bryan. I think Carrie Underwood, yeah. which is more modern. Like you know, yeah. like, I that's, get it. So that's Nashville country. I'm going to do you guys a solid favor. Here we go, dip. son. And I'm going to send you a, a playlist of what you need to listen. Yeah, I do. Please okay. do. I'm, no, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. This podcast. We're going to get some. I, I share it because I travel all over the world and I share this thing. I share this with everybody and they like can't believe that this music exists. Yeah. So. Well, that's why I had to ask because when you said te- like you were very specific. It's not just like country. <laughs> it was Texas country. Well, that sounds like I'm being like Texas is better. And that's not what I mean because Red Dirt Country reaches even Oklahoma. I mean, it kind of. That far started. away. Um, do I'm, be, I'm being facetious that far oh. Oklahoma that yeah. far away um, like, I'm just saying it's not just Texas based but it's I mean all right yeah, I want but honestly I, we want the playlist yeah we I'm gonna shoot you our yeah. email so you can yeah, send it yeah, to us absolutely. do y'all have Spotify oh yeah no no send the link in Spotify yeah absolutely okay, if, you well, have, if you have a Spotify playlist I'm all over it absolutely I don't have it but I'll make one just for you guys because oh, that's perfect. Perfect. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. worth it that'll work <laughs> all right that's about it as um so uh jessica thanks for joining us appreciate it go to followherarrow.com to learn more and before you go jessica before you hang up we're gonna do a selfie with you and we're gonna figure out a way to do this i have an idea so okay. <laughs> so you hold on the line but uh everybody out there thank you for listening uh check out jessica on followherarrow.com uh hashtag followherarrow and then go on instagram she has an awesome following there and a whole bunch of great content you're not going to miss out thanks for listening to podcast we love you guys see you next time Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.